Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Mike G, and we are broadcasting directly from the Soviet Union. You're listening to Mike G in the morning with The Law Matters, and you can listen to our program every Friday at 7 a.m. Eastern, only on Fox News Radio, WFYL. So let's be heard. You know, Russ, Chris, I don't know if you guys have heard, but the election's over. And uh, Joe Biden is the president-elect, and he works for the office of the president-elect. Have you seen that, guys? Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw a confirmation of that on Facebook, so it's definitely true, right? Absolutely true. Yes. Facebook is trustworthy, said nobody. Pennsylvania also just uh, put out a bill. Uh, You got legislators who were trying to outlaw the transfer of hollow point rounds in Pennsylvania, meaning uh, you might be able to keep what you already have. But once they're gone, that's it. That's that. No more. I think that's a good idea. It'll really reduce violence in Pennsylvania, right? Yeah, it's definitely a lot safer, too, right, Mike? To, Sa- to yeah, that, to not absolutely. Help. We we want we want these overpenetrating rounds, don't we? Exactly. And then what else? So we got the social media, all kinds of things going on in social media, where they're telling us exactly what's true, what's false, what to believe, what not to believe. Isn't that great? So that we've, we've got no more fake news. The fake news is no longer an issue in this country because they're just going to tell us what's true and what's false. Right? That's good. I trust my social media overlords. <laughs> what well, the powers that be, <laughs> the powers that be have decided that uh, Biden has won the election. He is the mm-hmm. president-elect uh, of the office of the president-elect. It's so exciting. It's very exciting. We're just going to accept it. And we're going to we're going to back up our legislators on this uh, hollow point round prohibition. And uh, we're going to be in full support of all these social media outlets dictating what we get to say and what we get to share. April Fools. This is disgusting. I don't know what to tell people. I feel like I was snowflake snowflakington talking in Mike G's voice, impersonating Mike G. Couldn't even bring myself to do it, right? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I I don't even know where to begin this week, because if you've been watching the media, it reminds me a whole lot of Soviet-style propaganda. What we are witnessing in this country right now is nothing short of Soviet-style propaganda, where they're controlling the narrative. They're dictating what the American people get to see, what theories even get to be presented. Never have I seen a time and place in this country where you've got reporters who are cutting away from the screen, where you've got the White House press secretary up there, and the head of the RNC up there talking about what they're investigating regarding voter fraud. And reporters cutting away saying, no, we're not going to show you this. This is just, this is too much to bear. We're not going to show you this. We're not going to allow a speech that we disagree with. And then they tell you there's no evidence, there's no evidence, there's no evidence. What about the evidence that we've seen? Not that doesn't exist. You haven't seen it. It is (laughs) not true. Nothing to see here. You know, I'm going to link in our description um, perhaps on our social media pages, this website that shows all these old Soviet-style propaganda posters, what that government was doing over there, what they were teaching uh, to their citizens, and what they were impressing upon their citizens. I have a feeling it's going to look very familiar to our listeners. Right? There's, there's no God. Come join the collective farm. 
Workers unite, back the government, kill the capitalists. Mm-hmm. These pe- the capitalist pigs, right? Oh yeah. It's very, very familiar. And what we're seeing is the media telling everybody to bury their heads in the sand, that there's no evidence whatsoever. And then you can't look at this. You can't even entertain these ideas. I don't even know where to begin on this. You know, there was that story of the postal worker up in Erie who came on out through Project Veritas and made allegations regarding fraud through the post office, backdating of postmarks and and such. And ultimately, Washington Post comes out with an article saying that he recanted his statement. Well, he comes out and says what? No, I absolutely did not recant. What are you talking about? And I want the Washington Post to recant their article. Well, guess what? By then, there have been hundreds of articles by other news sources repeating what the Washington Post had said. And you want to know how many articles there were about his video stating that he did not recant? Well, I would imagine even the ones that were out there were uh, repressed, I would, I would think. Uh, I, I don't know if there were. I couldn't find any. I'll tell you <laughs> exactly. that much. I saw the video itself through TMZ. Okay. But other than that, I really, I really hadn't seen any. Yeah. And then yesterday afternoon, the full 24 hours after he does this video, see an article on ABC saying that he had recanted. 24 hours after a video comes out of him saying, no, I absolutely did not recant. That is false. And I want the Washington Post to take back their article. Now, I don't know exactly what happened with this guy behind closed doors. But here's what I can tell you. Regardless of what happened, if the guy comes out and says, I did not recant, then that ought to be a part of, the, of ABC's story on the matter. Should it not? Should there not at least be a footnote saying, oh, by the way, the guy's contesting that this is true at all, saying he didn't recant? Do you think that might be relevant information to include in a news source? Yeah, just a little bit, Mike. I don't know where we go from here because it's gotten so bad that if you don't do, if you do not recognize this, I don't even know what to tell you. I don't think you could be saved if you don't see what's going on here. Well, you better be careful because you're probably, uh, you know, on AOC's list. I'm sure we're all on her list now. You saw that, right? Uh, We've been on her list for a long time. And and (laughs) I tell you what you could do with that list, but we can't say it on the air. This is a family Christian station. You can shove it in your armpits. You can say it. (laughs) <laughs> I thought Russ was going to break out the Bill Clinton voice Yeah, right <laughs> You guys can shove it up your armpits I've got a list of my own <laughs> Maybe it's a little black book instead of a list but For those of us just tuning in You're listening to Mike G in the morning with The Law Matters Only on Fox News Radio WFYL Now I will ask you this Why is it becoming... The narrative of both the left and the media that it's uh, such a disaster and, and such an atrocity and such a horrible thing to be investigating fraud and being to be looking into this stuff. Because the left's going to get in They trouble, never say, oh, why. well, if we do these investigations, it's going to turn out that the Republicans are cheating. I've not heard that out of <laughs> Democrats' mouths once. Have you? No, certainly not. Wouldn't you think if that was an issue on both sides, the way they say, and, and it really wasn't going on, that they'd be saying, go ahead, investigate, you know, because we're going to find a bunch of things that the Republicans did anyhow. No, they're saying, please don't investigate. Pretty, pretty, please. That's, that's despicable. How could you possibly investigate? I don't understand how somebody like Joe Biden, if he truly believes that he is the winner and that investigation will not alter these results, 
and that he won this thing fair and square, wouldn't you be welcoming some kind of an investigation? Absolutely. Wouldn't you say, uh, yeah, we'll take a look into it. Why not? You know, uh, if, I, if I'm going to win, I want to win fair, and I want to win the right way. I don't want to win by way of the cheat. Wouldn't sure. they say that if they were in a position? Yeah. I can't imagine... You know, even many presidents in the past, maybe it's just a sign of the times that we're living in. But it seems like the the even the the, the quote presidential thing to do in that sort of a situation, because they all talked on the left about how they wanted somebody to be more presidential than Donald Trump was. It seems like the the presidential thing that comes to my mind would be, listen, we we live in a a great country and we want to have fair and open elections and we want to make sure that the process is is fleshed out according to the rules. Wouldn't that be the way to go? I'll tell you what. I've I've been involved in a lot of competitions in my day. And not once have I said, please don't recount the score. Please don't make sure that everybody was following the rules. Never happened once throughout my entire career as an athlete and a competitor. (laughs) Imagine if people started saying, okay, we're going to look through your cases. Make sure that there's no fraud committed in your cases. I wouldn't be (laughs) like, oh! goodness anything but that you despicable human being for even saying such a thing how would you how dare you even suggest such a thing (laughs) don't open the books don't look at it and make sure that everything's being done properly outrageous ridiculous what is everybody's problem with making sure that there is no fraud going on anybody got any ideas well i think one idea would be uh you know when when they when there's fraud going on and it's from their end uh, they don't want people to investigate it, but you know it. the The funny, the parallel here is back in 2016, they were like, "Oh, it was Russia, it was Russia." Now it's now All in right. 2020, it's like, "How <laughs> dare you question the election? How dare All you, right. you despicable uh, poop!" Uh, how many billions and billions of dollars spent on the Mueller investigation? How many hours upon hours. hours upon hours? spent on this all for him to say that that uh, nothing was improper and there was nothing there it was really a huge waste of time exactly for them to come back and, <laughs> and act like oh, that this is outrageous how dare you how dare you ask for a couple of extra days <laughs> ridiculous ridiculous and doesn't it make you think all the more that somebody's gonna get caught and caught doing something really really bad absolutely because one thing uh you know, if I was in this situation, okay, and I knew I was in the right because I'd fairly won and, you know, they wanted to do an investigation, my response would be like, yeah, go ahead, knock yourself out. I don't mind. I can wait. I already won. So what? Knock yourself out. Go for it. And I think that is probably one of the biggest issues with the Pennsylvania situation, right? Because one of the major things we're seeing that has happened with Pennsylvania is that these poll watchers were precluded from doing their job. And they're entitled to do this. They're entitled to observe. And yet they were deprived of that opportunity. Now, you have to understand something about the way election laws work. In Pennsylvania, now, the Commonwealth Court, which is the one of the appellate courts in Pennsylvania, has specifically noted in case law that the primary purpose of watchers is to ensure the integrity of the voting process. 
That's why they're there. I think that's kind of common sense. But when an appellate court, a higher court mentions it, kind of gives it some weight, doesn't it? And then they go on and said, because of this, these watchers have the right to raise objections to the allowance or disallowance of votes. They have the right to do so, including the right to be present when the envelopes containing the official absentee ballots are opened, counted, and recorded. Now, when you go on to this other case law, the Supreme Court of Pennsylvania, the High Court, has talked about how important it is to strictly comply with the election code. Meaning we can't just be willy-nilly here and there and say, ah, well, that violation of the election code isn't such a big deal. No, 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 sir. The Supreme Court of Pennsylvania said, quote, our precedent is clear. We cannot simply ignore substantive provisions of the election code. So-called technicalities of the election code are necessary for the preservation of secrecy and the sanctity of the ballot and must, therefore, be observed, particularly where, as here, they are designed to reduce fraud. How do you like them apples? So when there are allegations that these poll watchers were prevented from doing their job, they were prevented from observation of which they were entitled, does that sound like no big deal to you? Does that sound like there's no evidence whatsoever? Or does that sound like maybe there's a little something there? Why would they not want these poll watchers present? Why would they not want them to be able to observe the process? And I'll tell you a little something else. And this is where my brain comes in dealing with the criminal defense type stuff. If you're dealing with a criminal case in Pennsylvania, there is often a jury instruction at the end of a criminal case talking about concealment, sometimes even flight in a situation. And what the court tells the jury is that you can use evidence of flight, right? Somebody who flees the scene afterwards or concealment. Somebody tries to cover something up as evidence to prove consciousness of guilt. Meaning you can look at somebody concealing something as evidence that they knew they were guilty. The specific quote is, Concealment is a circumstance tending to prove the person is conscious of guilt. And you'll get that instruction at the end of a criminal jury trial many times. So what's the remedy for this? What happens because they failed to comply with the election law? Well, there was a specific case dealing with violations of the election code. And in one such case, it says the election laws will be strictly enforced to prevent fraud. And a case citing that case says, when the ballots were delivered in contravention of a mandatory provision, they were void. Meaning they don't count. So what should you do in this situation with Pennsylvania? Well, how many ballots were counted in contravention 
of the mandatory provisions of the election code. How many of them were in there being counted while these poll watchers were not allowed to be in the room or not allowed to observe meaningful participation, putting them 25, 30 feet away? Yeah, good luck with that, right? you got to be kidding me. Just a little social distancing, Mike. Yeah, it's just a little social distancing of 30, 35 feet. Do you think that this was an accident? Do you think the fix was in? Hey, let's come up with this whole plan so that way uh, when the election rolls along, we could tell everybody how far away they've got to be. The only thing they wish is that the CDC said, oh, instead of six feet, they should have said 50, 60 feet, right? Uh, that's crazy. So what's the remedy in this situation? What happens? Do you discount all those votes? Do you discount all the votes that were counted in contravention of the Pennsylvania election code? What else would suffice? You recounted? Well, has fraud already been committed? What happened when nobody was watching? Why did they not want anybody watching? How come? There's no winning on their side after this, is there? No. Uh, if, well, the, for the people who who acknowledge it, at least, right? Because the media refuses to acknowledge it. Ignore your there, lying There is eyes. no such evidence. There's no such evidence. They'll continue with their propaganda. They, they figure if they say something enough times, eventually, it'll be true. And even people consider it true. It'll be true in society. And that's the way we've turned out to be, right? It's all this stuff. Uh, you got everything you post regarding any anything political, anything regarding the election. You've got the social media boogeymen standing there tagging your stuff, censoring your stuff, saying, oh, you better watch out for this guy. These are the real facts. Come look at our ordained facts, right? Look at the facts that we've sanctioned. With, uh, the powers that be have said is the real truth. You can trust us. Depend on us, why don't you? Mm-hmm. I don't know where we go from here. I will tell you this. Last week on the program, I talked about a hypothetical scenario, we'll call it, right? (laughs) You guys remember my hypothetical scenario? And I posted it on Facebook because I likened it to uh, the O.J. Simpson book that he wrote called If I Did It. You guys remember that? Yeah. Where he goes through this whole scenario where if I did it, this is how I would have done it. Not (laughs) saying I did it, but if I did, here's how I would have done it. (laughs) So I kind of posited that kind of a hypothetical scenario. Did they find something I don't have any hard evidence of this, (laughs) but if the Democrats cheated, here's how they did it and went through the hypothetical about finding all these Biden-only votes, right? All the votes that... They only voted for Biden, nobody else down ticket, because if someone were in that position where they had to gain a lot of ground late in the game, they wouldn't have time. And I said, if you found a bunch of ballots where somebody voted Biden and nothing else down the ticket that, hey, where there's smoke, there's fire, that might be something to look into. They're trying to catch up late in the game. They didn't have time. Well, uh, turns out... The people have started looking into this. <laughs> Uh-oh. It, it turns out that uh, Mike G isn't exactly talking out of his armpits, is he? <laughs> <laughs> not on this one, anyway. <laughs> yeah, not not in this case. Not, not on this. <laughs> 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 Let's not get carried away here, right, Chris? <laughs> right, right, right. 
Uh, well, if you guys have, know about a gentleman named uh, Raheem Kassam, <laughs> he's calling himself on Twitter right now President-elect Raheem Kassam. Which is oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. He said, continued statistical analysis shows wild numbers of people who voted only for Joe Biden and didn't vote further down the ticket. Pennsylvania, there were 98,000 people who did that. Georgia, 80 to 90,000. Arizona, 42,000. Michigan, 69 to 115,000. Wisconsin, 62,836. And people were going through all the statistics. And the numbers don't add up for people who did the same with Trump only. He said, what we are seeing in the data is astronomically out of whack with 2016. In 2016, there was a circa 150,000 vote difference in top ticket only voting between Trump and Clinton. This year shows circa 500,000 difference. It's just not credible. What do you know, fellas? <laughs> <laughs> it's only half a million, you know. What do you know? And how many did he need to win in each state <laughs> compared to those numbers? <laughs> That's right. Uh, it just so happens. <laughs> it just right so happens he needed enough. Spread, right? <laughs> just so. Uh, coincidentally. <laughs> and guess what? Somebody on a television station yesterday, I may or may not have been in contact with them, mentioned this. Joe Biden, 98,000 in Pennsylvania who voted only Joe Biden. Who does that? Is what the guy said. And then it was uh, related to me that the CEO of that company, that news station, was on the phone with Donald J. Trump earlier today. So it is entirely possible that Donald J. Trump is aware <laughs> of what we've posited here. And again, we don't have any evidence, right? <laughs> None whatsoever. Got to throw that in there. But it's incredible that even proposing a theory like that got so totally censored through social media. And you got all these tags over there. And when you get tagged with one of those things, right, saying, hey, this has to do with the election and here's the real facts that you need to take a look at, doesn't that take away credibility from what you're posting? Doesn't that give people the instant uh, perception that, oh, this is fake news? Don't you think so? It certainly seems that way, but it also seems like it just doesn't matter anymore. Well, they're know? saying that Twitter uh, almost 200 times, or how, I'm not exactly sure the number, uh, went ahead and, quote, fact-checked President Trump on Twitter. Right. Because that's what Twitter's known for, is fact-checking. That, that's that, what that, they're dedicated yeah, to doing, how, right? Guess how many times they did it to Biden? Well, I don't, I don't think I've seen it once. Uh, have, they, have they done it, Mike, at all? Is correct. <laughs> Zero. And, and I've heard him say things that were completely inaccurate about where and, he even was and, and what well, he was The fact that he's president-elect, <laughs> that's, that's probably a yeah. major one. The man cannot tell a lie. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. He is always correct. <laughs> he's never said anything false in his entire life. And didn't he say that he was running for senator on Super Thursday? I guess is that not fit, not fit anywhere? Come on. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. I, I think he even denied it was uh, Super Thursday. <laughs> hey, goodness. Oh, my goodness. You know, 
I think we're at a serious crossroads in this country. And if we're at a place where you got half the country who doesn't care if there was voter fraud as long as their guy wins, that's a little troubling, don't you think? Yeah, yep. well, it's uh, very telling of the times, Mike. You bring up a good point, you know, that that's where we're at. Is there any crawling out of this at all? Because I could tell you what, that let's say... Let's say the mainstream media is 100% correct and everything rolls through and everything checks out and uh, President-elect Joe Biden is sworn into office and he's our president for the next four years. Do you think everything's going to be smooth sailing and the country's going to heal? And <laughs> Oh, yeah. Let's all come together now, right? Isn't that the new narrative? Come together oh, yeah. now, You'd all sit in a circle, sing Kumbaya. Yeah. Never mind the fact that you've got 70 plus million patriots who went out and voted for Donald J. Trump. Never mind the fact that you've got all these people who have been alienated and ostracized by the left. Uh, they expect us to, you know, we'll, we'll come around, right? Yeah, <laughs> the powers right. that be have spoken, and that's the end of that. I guess we'll abandon our values. We're okay with killing babies. Take all of our guns. Rock and roll. Let's all hold hands. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Well, it's amazing how many uh, crazy, loony, right-wing folks have been out over the past uh, several days, uh, you know, looting, rioting, and, and peaceful protesting as well, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. We're talking about them boarding up the businesses. You know, I had a conversation, security guard. I said, yeah, why, why are they boarding up these businesses? Doesn't seem like anything's really going on. He said, oh, well, you know, they figured with the election and all that they had to have it boarded up um, because they figured after the election there might be problems. And I said, well, nothing's happened, right? Everything seems fine. He said, yeah, yeah, nothing's happened. And I said, well, do you suppose that they anticipated there would be looting and rioting if Biden won? And he said, no, I think it was more they were thinking it would happen if Trump won. Hmm. So I said, really? So are you saying that it's only the Biden supporters that loot and riot? <laughs> I don't even know if this guy understood what I was getting at. I was totally just playing dumb the entire time asking these questions. <laughs> but it became abundantly clear. <laughs> right, right. right. <laughs> we weren't uh, boarding up stores and preparing for the destruction of property in anticipation of a Biden victory. That's not the way things were planned out was it <laughs> it's just it's just crazy i mean i'm i'm waiting for my alarm clock to go off and i'm wake wake up from this nightmare <laughs> yeah I, you know between the media and it's another thing we're talking about the propaganda i really want people to see these posters because it's uncanny it's uncanny what the media is doing telling us over and over again what we're seeing right they're telling us what we're seeing they're telling us what's happening like telling propaganda. us not to question anything and if you question anything you're some kind of a nut job right <laughs> if you question something you're you're a liar and you're presenting fake news no right. alternative theories or opinions allowed mm-hmm but then you Ideas got are Biden. very dangerous things. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Free speech is the downfall of society. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but we've also got uh, Joe Biden running out there with office of the president-elect. Have you seen this? Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, it was... Uh... That was another thing, I think, confirmed by Facebook as well, you know? <laughs> <laughs> 
You know what I'm talking about? Good old Facebook. Yeah, they have the huge banners behind him now and, you know, all the, the, the press briefings and meetings they're having. And he's got his new COVID plan. So, yeah, yeah, nothing to see here. Just, you know, pay attention to yeah. the. Well, it's not a COVID <laughs> briefing, right? They're calling it a briefing. Yeah, they had. Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's running the show now, Mike. He's going to fix everything. The- yeah. The God. projected president-elect <laughs> by the media. Right, right, right. <laughs> Has yeah. an office and a briefing? Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, guys, uh, there, there's been nothing brief about COVID ever. <laughs> I wouldn't yeah, call it a true. briefing. Yeah. Uh, it's just a guy out there talking about his opinion on things. Isn't Yelling it? at clouds. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, also I, I would imagine that, uh, you know, uh, he wants to do another significant lockdown, and we're already seeing some of those changes implemented in uh, New York. Uh, you know, Cuomo just announced uh, a bunch of new new restrictions that were very similar to the original restrictions at the beginning of the Right. Of Let's the get pandemic. back to that in just a second, though, because yeah. I don't want to get off of this. I, I want to stress the significance of this. You got this guy out there with this this made-up banner that he got at the printing store. Yeah, that sure. It says, <laughs> Office of the President-Elect that doesn't exist, calling these things briefings, which they're not, and setting up a transition website maybe a little premature, don't you think? Yeah, and yeah. beyond that, mm-hmm. he's got these people in his transition team who are talking about their plans to battle COVID-19. Because remember, it was all Trump's fault that all this happened in the first place, right? And so presumably immediately when they get power, it's all going to go away and we'll all be fine. There's a little bit of a problem with that. They're talking about four to six weeks of locking down throughout the entire country. They're talking about mandatory uh, mask wearing. I heard something even about mandatory glove wearing oh, right, throughout Lord. the entire country. But I will tell you this, Chris, you mentioned that how in New York they're starting all over again. Governor Cuomo just last night, uh, Governor Svachim will call him. <laughs> <laughs> Governor Svachim, who at uh, 10 o'clock last night shut down all the restaurants, all of the, all of the, uh, non-essential businesses of certain natures, right? Bars, all these places getting shut down over in New York. You know, I got to correct myself. I think we got to call him Svachim Jr. because Svachim (laughs) (laughs) Svachim was in office when I was a kid. (laughs) His dad. (laughs) So he's Svachim Jr. So he goes out there, he shuts everything down. I wouldn't be surprised if we see something similar in California, particularly in Los Angeles coming up. Mm-hmm. Because they're talking about how you see this huge spike in cases in Los Angeles, California, as well as in New York, how they're starting to become out of control again. Right. So let me ask you something. If these liberal cities, these liberal states have got it all figured out mm-hmm. and they're following the science and they have these mask mandates and they've had all these businesses shut down for extended periods of time and they've got all these measures in place, then why the hell are they having spikes? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's a, well, you raise a, um, an important question that makes sense, Mike. And, uh, you know, but nothing makes sense right now, does it? Would that not be evidence that, hey, looks like we've got no idea what we're doing. <laughs> looks like putting all these mandates in place, these restrictions uh-huh. that we swear will cure the world, aren't going to work. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's you know just, what's it's good evidence as to whether something's going to work or not? Whether it works or not. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's that. No, that's fake news. 
Uh, oh, think about how many times the social media has posted things about uh, tagged these COVID posts on things, right? Sure. You, you're not lining up with our narrative. You're not lining up with what this, this, and this says. And meanwhile, the people following that particular advice do not have it under control, do they? So no. what does that tell you? If you're out there and you're thinking you need to believe these social media fact check things, then I want you to think about this whole COVID situation. Think about every time they fact checked. I don't even want to call it fact checking. But every time they posted one of those tags on something having to do with the coronavirus saying that it wasn't up to snuff and it didn't agree with the powers that be, what do they look like now? Uh, you know, I don't think they care what they look like. That's the crazy thing about it. But that's where we we're can't at. Say right? What they look like? Uh, but, yeah, they don't care what they look right. like. But yeah. everybody else needs to start caring what they look like. Exactly. Open up your damn eyes. <laughs> right, right. I feel like we live in a country filled with ostriches right now. Everybody's <laughs> burying their head in the sand. There's no evidence. There's no evidence. If we just wear masks, right? If we just shut everything down, we'll be fine. It's I all think we President should start Trump's telling, fault. Uh, some COVID goggles. Maybe we should get ahead of the curve and, and offer COVID goggles on the on the show. Nah, oh let, let's just skip to spacesuits. <laughs> okay. All right. Maybe helmets. What's next? Seriously. There's, what's there's next? Helmets with blinking lights on it. You know yeah. there will be something else next. And then when they find out that that wasn't it, guess mm -hmm. what? They will not be responsible. But who are they going to blame? If Trump leaves office, who are they going to blame? Whose fault will it be? It'll, it'll still be his fault somehow. Of course. Right? Yeah. Orange man bad. <laughs> The left will blame things on him for the rest of time. <laughs> right. It's all his fault. We'll have grandkids and we'll be talking. The, the left will bring up how something's Trump's fault. And the grandkids will be like, who's Trump? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah. What's a television? <laughs> what's a laptop? What is, what is that computer? What's that commercial? Oh, yeah. The the what's a computer from, from <laughs> what, that socialist uh, phone uh, company. A little uh, knucklehead with the iPad, right? <laughs> they'll probably all have Neuralink, so they won't have anything, you know, yeah. any yeah, type what, of screen in front computer? of them. <laughs> yeah, it, there's not a snowball's chance in you know where. It, this yeah. guy's getting Neuralink, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so what do we what do we do from here, guys? You know, we've got some serious issues regarding the media, regarding uh, the left, regarding. People who are buying into this stuff, where do we go from here? I can't possibly believe that uh, Trump is going to let this go easily. Uh, he is standing up and fighting. And I'll tell you what, all the mustard-eating knuckleheads who are out there <laughs> giving him a hard time, I'll tell you what, you gave him a hard enough time that he deserves his due process. And I will, I will also say this. I wouldn't want a president standing up for my values, somebody who's in place to protect my God-given rights and protect the unborn and protect this country and our freedom and our liberties, who didn't have it in him to stand up in a, in a situation like this. You guys agree with that? Yeah, I yeah. think that's a really good point, Mike. I mean, you want a president who's going to fight and you know the election is way too close. And you know it's crazy to see... A lot of these mainstream media outlets saying that there's no evidence when we've seen reported already. There's quite a few signed affidavits. And, and you're the attorney here, Mike, but that's that's evidence, right? Is that is evidence? absolutely evidence. That is absolutely evidence. Two hundred percent. Yeah. So testimony is evidence. If somebody witnesses something, 
and they provide testimony that is absolutely evidence. Now, some people have come to me on both sides and said, oh, I don't think that's fair that if it's a he said, she said thing. And I say, well, if your mother were in a dark alley and somebody grabbed her and raped her and ran away and she pointed out the guy and nobody else saw it, would you say, oh, well, it shouldn't count because it's he said, she said? I think not. So, yes, evidence absolutely uh, – testimony absolutely is evidence. It comes down to weight and credibility. So to say that there's no evidence when you've got eyewitness testimony, uh, that's just nonsense. It is absolute baloney. And they know it's baloney. They know it's baloney, but yeah. they put it out there because people will believe it. They say it enough times, people will believe it. Right. right. And I've got I've got a buddy whose parents are, are lifelong liberals, and they just regurgitate the talking points that they hear on CNN nonstop. They don't bother to look into things for themselves. And there are a lot of people out there like that. Uh, but uh, got to open up your eyes, folks. You got to take a look into this stuff. Use your head. Think about different possibilities. Don't just trust the narrative and go with it. For those of us just tuning in, you're listening to Mike G in the morning with The Law Matters, only on 1180 AM, WFYL. Really, Chris, I hear you got a little bit of uh, rapid fire on Yeah, yeah, I go over a few things here, Mike. I've been trying to keep an eye on the craziness here, uh, all the stuff going on in the world. Uh, we already talked about this, you know, a bit, but just to reemphasize so everyone feels secure, uh, once again, Facebook... Um, has declared that uh, Joe Biden remains the projected president. Uh, you know, election officials say that fraud, which is historically rare, has not affected any outcome in this election. So, just you know, again, keep that in mind as we move forward. Fraud is a myth. Uh, what's that, Russ? Fraud is a myth. You're making it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just That's you know, right. it doesn't exist. Dismiss all the stuff we talked about earlier already. Just ignore uh, all know, the fraud, and then it doesn't exist. That, what's that, Russ? Ignore all the fraud and it doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's nothing to see here. Uh, they've also confirmed that mail-in voting was conducted in accordance with state voting rules. Um, and I find that interesting because I think there's some new rules, Mike, right? Weren't there some new rules put into place recently? So maybe that's a, a true statement. Yeah, but, you know, well, what are the rules? Uh, who's no, making the rules? Yeah, that, that's true because there's a, a huge issue with Pennsylvania where the statute says – They've got to be received by election night, and there's a cutoff. And the Supreme Court of Pennsylvania basically rewrote the statute on their own and said, that's unconstitutional as applied because you can uh, request your stuff within seven days, and then to try to get it back by that time is not enough time. And you'll have people who lose their votes, essentially, so we're giving you an extra three days, so it can come in up to three days later. And plus, if the postmark, as long as postmark by election day, and if the postmark is not legible uh, or there's no postmark, then you have to presume it to be valid. That's what the Supreme Court said, uh, despite what's written in the statute. So they just made up their own rules, basically. Now, the Supreme Court of the United States didn't hear it, but... Uh, Justice Alito issued an order fairly recently saying, hey, all of these ballots that came in after the cutoff time have to be put on the side and, and separated. And presumably what that means is that in case it gets struck down and 
the Supreme Court of the United States says, hey, where did you guys come up with this? No, that is not what's happening. The legislature did not say that. And you can't rewrite the rules. Uh, then those ballots that came in late will be avoided. So, yeah. so to, to say that everybody followed the rules and everything's <laughs> everything's honky dory, as they say, that's total BS. Total. Yeah. Am I allowed to say BS on the air, Russ? <laughs> I think you. <laughs> well, think you I, I'd right say now, so because yeah. for all anyone knows, yeah. you're abbreviating Britney Spears. And Britney Spears, total Britney Spears, bro. Yeah, total. <laughs> I think we got another week. new one. Or, another or new Bob one Saget. The total Bob Saget. Yes. <laughs> Bovine scatology, like in the words of Phil it's Valentine. Like, yeah, I was thinking. Uh, yeah, there's, there's a couple of different things. I like Bob Saget, though. We can we can go with Bob Saget, but that's total Bob Saget, isn't it? <laughs> total. Yes. I'm not. I'm not sure he would he would appreciate that, but all right. Uh, yeah, well, we talked about, uh, I've, I've referenced this gentleman on my show before, buddy of mine, attorney out in uh, western Pennsylvania, Brian Sitchko, a criminal defense attorney. He's got one of the highest profile death penalty cases in all of the land. His initials are BS, so we could just call it Brian Sitchko as well. There we right? go. <laughs> Either Britney Spears, Bob Saget, or Brian Sitchko. All BS. <laughs> it means one of the three, not the other. One of the three. But isn't that just the, that's just a tiny taste of how uh, misleading their, quote, facts are, right? Exactly. They're presenting these facts to everybody. And they claim it's in an effort to prevent folks from being misled. But the information they're using obviously is slanted. It's obviously not showing the entire picture. It's crazy. This is propaganda. It's total right. propaganda. By saying there's, there's no fraud um, and, and that uh, all the rules are followed, it just reminds me that there's this propaganda poster. It's an astronaut, or I guess it would be a cosmonaut because it's Soviet, uh, Soviet era. Right. So he's in in the uh, in space above the Kremlin and everything, and it says right on the poster Boganyet, and Boganyet is Russian for there is no God, mm. and so that's what they were posting around to tell people there's no God, there's no God, just convince people through propaganda. And the idea was, hey, we went to space. If God were there, we would have seen him. He wasn't mm. there. So guess what? There's no God. These are the facts. Don't be misled. Don't don't listen to the fake news known as the Bible, right? Exactly. It is outrageous what's going on here. And the fact that people are falling for it, it's truly scary. It's truly scary that they could put this stuff out there and just say, these are the facts. This yeah. is what it is. You shall listen to us. And everybody else is not credible. 100%, Mike. That seems to be what is going on. Um, I saw something interesting on November 14th at noon. There will be a Stop the Steal rally in Washington, D.C. So it'll be interesting to see how that unfolds. When is that? Uh, it looks like it's a Saturday, November 14th at noon. So okay, so drive Saturday. down there. Everybody needs to, to get down there if you can. Everybody yeah. needs to get down there if you can. Uh, mm -hmm. Remember that there's... There's no more coronavirus because the Biden uh, celebrations, right? It's gone right, now. Right, exactly. Yeah, it, it doesn't. It doesn't <laughs> exist in his He's celebrations. Uh, oh, they, oh, that's only in Biden celebrations. They they're immune. Biden celebrations are immune from the coronavirus. I forgot. Yeah, the corona right. is right. pro Biden. Exactly. 
I forgot. Yeah. And you know how they always said, oh, well, uh, you know, if they wear ma- they wore masks, so it's okay. That's what they said about the protests and stuff, didn't they? Right, sure, exactly. <laughs> uh, just like all in California right now, Beverly Hills, there's an ordinance whereby it's illegal to walk around outside without a mask. You can't even walk around mask-free outside wow, in wow, Beverly yeah. Hills. And it's a misdemeanor. Violation's a misdemeanor. So you can go to prison mm-hmm. for not wearing a mask outside. I'll tell you what, there's nothing like <laughs> uh, uh, 85, 90 degrees, poor air quality because of the fires and wearing a mask outside, right? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, maybe a gas healthy. mask. It sounds like a glorious, uh, glorious combination. <laughs> it sounds like Good. I want to move out of there. And I don't even live there. <laughs> right. mm. Stop the steal. So what else we got, Philly Chris? Um, you know, for those uh, folks looking for an alternative to a lot of these social media platforms, uh, Parler uh, hit the number one spot on the download charts on many of the popular um formats out there so it might be good to check that out there uh, basically claiming to be an independent uh, social media platform so uh, i heard ben, uh, bongino owns part of that did you hear uh, that oh is that right oh okay that i didn't realize that, but, i don't know uh, i did yeah, well that. you know it could be i heard it here first so we'll have to verify <laughs> yeah. but yeah but let's no, see I, what facebook says about bongino owning parla <laughs> yeah right exactly i'm sure they'll, they'll call did it they right say wing. it's true I, I, I did, does, uh, Twitter, was, does Twitter and Google say that Bongino owns Parler? <laughs> Otherwise, I don't believe it. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I did hear that there's a Wikipedia already from uh, a friend that we've had on the show in the past who was talking to today up there in New England said there's a Wikipedia already saying it's like a r- crazy right-wing platform, so the propaganda appears to already be flourishing regarding oh, that. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah I'll <laughs> confirm oh, that, but I'm going to check it out. That's the propaganda. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the freedom of speech is propaganda. Gotcha. <laughs> um, yeah. Let's see. Biden, uh, as we, we already talked about, opened up the office of the president-elect. So, <laughs> you know, some propaganda or irrigation, as it's called, going on there. Uh, CNN reports. Oh, hold on. Can we make up our own office or something like that? Yeah, yeah. Actually, I, I, I Mike do have D. Office of like the one. Grand Pooba or something like yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> the Water Buffalo <laughs> Lodge. Make some uniforms and stuff. The Office like, of the uh, Water <laughs> Buffalo Lodge. The, the Office of the Water Buffalo Lodge. <laughs> yes. Uh, the, the Office of the the Pastrami Master. What is it? <laughs> I don't know. A, <laughs> oh, I, I get to be some sort master of pepperoni or something. The mustard and pastrami. The office of the mustard and pastrami. <laughs> <laughs> the office of uh. Colonel Mustard. The office of Colonel <laughs> Mustard, and I'm going to give my daily brief mustard briefings out of my armpits. I love yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we get some Philadelphia pretzels, and it'll all come together. Oh. <laughs> uh, CNN reports uh, alarms grow over Trump's dictator moves as he denies election defeat. So once again, being called a dictator. Uh, New York Times reports election officials nationwide find no fraud. So that was of a course. <laughs> no time. fraud we at all. People ever. accused of fraud, and they said there was no fraud. Sounds like they were good to go. <laughs> <laughs> the fraud is there's no fraud, but there was some fraud, maybe about the fraud. I, I don't even know where to start. It's just no uh, getting a headache. I even mean, thinking. why wouldn't why didn't they just save their money in the Mueller investigation and just ask Trump if he did it or not? And if he well, said you no, know, then we just move on, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that would have been Did a... you do this? 
Um, Put your no? right hand up. <laughs> uh, um, we touched on this earlier. Honor, do you scouts <laughs> honor that you didn't commit a federal crime? I sure do. <laughs> right. Yes. Put your hand on this bowl of mustard and swear. <laughs> as long as I can eat uh, it afterwards. Yeah. You know what they want, though? The left loves somebody like a Mitt Romney who would have just folded immediately, right? If if this happened and exactly. if a guy like Mitt Romney over there, he wouldn't have contested it at all. He would have been like, oh, looks like I lost. Yeah, he would have folded like a cheap these chair. These so-called journalists are, are, are asking, you know, um, everybody in the administration why they haven't admitted defeat, you know, and and then putting them on the spot when, um, you know, we know that the, there's no legal – uh, call on the election yet so you know it's just it's it's all insane it's just not process going through the process thank right. you <laughs> yeah, yeah just ignore ignore any of the laws um so let's see what else so we talked a little bit about that project veritas you know for our listeners definitely go and check that out there was a follow-up video i saw earlier um yesterday about that postal worker who was uh, intimidated by the officials and it, and I guess he must have been wearing a wire or something. So, you so this is them. after they claim that after they claim he recanted and he came out and said he didn't recant? Yeah, they actually uh, pulled him into an office uh, I believe at the post office and I think it was one of the high level um, maybe a postal master or something like that who was engaged in a conversation with them in a in a, some sort of conference room, but they were clearly intimidating. I mean, if you hear this thing, it's it's pretty crazy, but uh, mm-hmm. you know, might be worth for for our listeners to go and check that out for themselves. And I'm sure we'll be talking about that more in the future. Did he talk without a lawyer? So were they they were approaching him as if he were a suspect of something, or were they treating him like a whistleblower? Like when remember with the whole impeachment in the Ukraine, it was all surrounded by the whistleblower, the whistleblower, the whistleblower. Yeah, exactly. Right, and they kept all this anonymity and everything like that, and they did everything they could to to protect this whistleblower. Uh, did they treat him like they treated that whistleblower? Or <laughs> well, you know, I, I don't I, I don't want to quote it because I forget the 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 wording one hundred percent. But basically, let's say you were the postal worker and I was the person conducting this interview, I would be like, "So, Mike, you know, uh, we're going to have a conversation, and you know, I'm going to." scare you but i'm not really going to scare you but you know you're, you're going to probably get a little scared so you know and basically putting him in a corner saying you know uh you may want to reconsider uh or recant what you what you said because this is getting very serious and there's high level <laughs> senators and officials involved so you know i think it's worth folks going out and, and hearing that with uh their own ears because it's listen for yourselves we're not going to tell you oh don't listen to stuff and make up your own mind you can't listen to that whatever you do don't listen to this (laughs) (laughs) right right yeah it's all all whatever you do don't read don't read ladies and gentlemen (laughs) (laughs) so it's 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 just yeah the the nuttiness uh continues So, so these investigators surrounded him with bar uh socks Filled with a bar of soap. Right, yeah, the soap part. Exactly. Like back Beat the living the hell out of them. <laughs> it would be a shame if something would happen nickels. to you. <laughs> right. Right. Mm. Do you want to recant now? Can we put <laughs> You ever see that South Park episode where Jesse Jackson shows up and he's telling him to apologize? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I'm picturing in my head. But anyway. Yeah, yeah that sounds, sounds very similar, Mike. Uh, uh, there was a Politico survey that was put out, and in the survey, it reports 68% of the polled voters uh, believe that the vote was not fair. And I, I think this is important because, 
as we've been talking about and other people have been reporting in the media, you know, that's that's a sizable amount of, of the voters. And we need to get to the bottom of this. So, we, you know, so every just, single Democrat thinks it was 100 percent. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much. That's where we're at. Yeah. And a couple and like Mitt Romney and his pals think it was fair. <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> and that's about it. These Lincoln Project guys, they make me sick. Did you see what they did where they called out the law firm representing Trump and they started uh, calling for associates of the firm to Design, they, oh, and, and actually, no. oh yeah, absolutely. This that's disgusting, uh. disgusting stuff. I mean, we, listen, as attorneys, we push for people to defend murderers and terrorists and everything like that because we argue that everybody's entitled to due process, right? <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> like we argue, we we go up there and stand up for attorneys who are representing pedophiles and stuff because if that guy doesn't get due process, then nobody gets due process. You can't just pick and choose who gets to utilize the legal system because sooner or later you're going to get it wrong, right? Yeah. Everybody's got to get the same rights, the same due process, the same everything. Oh, well, I heard uh, President-elect Biden in his new office there is get, getting rid of uh, due process. And they're going to hang due process. That's yeah, yeah. Antiquated, right? We're, <laughs> right, we're right, progressives right. over here. We're yeah, not they don't really need that anymore. Yeah. We're not going to fool around with that old. We should just do away with laws. Uh, uh, Those are antiquated, yeah, well, too. What do we need rules Due process. For? They came up with that in, like, the 1700s. Come on. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's old. Yeah. Time to move on, folks. It looks like the scales of justice are, are, are no longer uh, working. Who uh, uses expired. scales? They've expired. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, we got um, one minute, Philly Chris. Oh, okay. Let's see. Uh, well, uh, uh, oh, did you guys see where Pompeo uh, promised a smooth transition to a second Trump administration? I thought that excellent, was pretty interesting. Excellent, excellent one <laughs> to end on because it has absolutely exploded the heads of everybody on the left. They asked him, you know, what, are you guys going to make sure that you have a smooth transition into a Biden administration? <laughs> and his response has got this little grin and he says, yeah. Uh, uh, we will have a very smooth transition into a second Trump administration. <laughs> <laughs> and you just heard like brains exploding on the walls. And right, stuff. right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, goodness. That was uh, maybe he knows something that a lot of other people don't know. It's entirely possible. Uh, all I can say is stay tuned, keep your eyes peeled and get down to that rally on Saturday. Uh, would, it, would you agree, Philly Chris? Yeah, I'm going to try to make it, Mike. I have something going on. I'm going to see if I can uh, go down there and, and take a look at it, maybe do some reporting for the show. I, I doubt I can make it, but I'd, I'd really like to be there. It seems like a, a historic event. So I we um, pack Russ up in a box and we overnight him to D.C. Right? Hey, now we're talking. Now we're <laughs> you talking. ever seen that movie, The Toy? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Stuff him in a box with them packing peanuts. and It might be a safer DC. way to get there and get back, actually, with all the craziness. Yeah, yeah probably. <laughs> Plus that D.C. Great. traffic. <laughs> there you go. You're more efficient, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, and there's one quote I wanted to read real quick, if we had a, a time, by Edward Snowden. We've talked about uh, Edward Snowden on the program a little bit in the past, and I saw a quote recently from him, and it says, uh, when exposing a crime is treated as committing a crime, you're being ruled by criminals. So just something. Couldn't have been said any better couldn't have been said any better. Thank you everybody for tuning in. Don't forget to stick around for We the People, The Constitution Matters Pastor David Whitney, Professor Phil Duffy. I won't be around this week. Take care. God bless. We miss you, Ellie. Daddy loves you. <laughs>